Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. We'd like to ask a question about your family. Would you say they're hard to please at dinner time? Well, if they are, here's a tip for you. You can have a successful meal anytime when you serve Kroger quality beef. Yes, just serve Kroger quality beef and you'll find your meal has plenty of eye appeal and taste appeal for that family of yours. And when you visit your nearest Kroger store and buy Kroger quality beef, buy it with confidence, for it's the very best beef you can get right now. It's delicious, it's tender, it's juicy, and it's bound to be a wonderful treat for you and your family. Watch how delighted your folks are when they see what's on the menu, for beef is almost everybody's favorite meat. Yes, lady, you can be sure of delighting everybody when you serve your family's favorite cut of Kroger quality beef. Visit your Kroger store, step up to the counter, and ask for Kroger quality beef the way you like it best. And remember this, Kroger quality beef is the best beef you can get right now. Buy Kroger quality beef with confidence at your neighborhood Kroger store. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny is back in Rossville after a visit in New York where she saw a strange man named Mr. King. It is the day following Penny's report to Mrs. Carrie Carlton. And there is a knock on the door of the wealthy Mrs. Carlton's study. Come in. Hello, Carrie. Why, Madeline Dodge. Come in. My, but aren't you in good spirits today? I'm in good spirits every day. Oh? Only today you're in good enough spirits yourself to recognize it. Oh, Carrie, I'm not in good spirits or bad. No, just bored with everything as usual, I suppose. Oh, I'm not always bored. I just seem that way. I know boredom when I see it, and you're the most complete case of boredom I've ever known. Well, then, I have a surprise for you. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. I have an intense and sincere interest in something at the moment. In something or someone? Something. I can't possibly imagine what it is. <laughs> it's you. Me? Mm-hmm. Now, my dear Madeline, let's not talk nonsense. Well, uh, maybe what I could have said is you and your money. You're interested in my money, but why? You have as much as I have, if not more. Oh, it isn't the amount of your money that interests me, Carrie. It's what you're doing with some of it. I'm not doing anything with it, but let it sit where it is and make more money. Money has an ugly habit of multiplying, you know, when you have a large amount of it to begin with. Yes, I know. But I'm not interested in the money you are making, either. It's the money you're spending. I can afford to spend an unlimited amount of money. And in large parcels, too, I know. I know your financial capabilities. But, Carrie, I'm particularly interested in why you drew out so much all at once this morning. Did I draw out any money this morning? Oh, thousands of dollars, Carrie. Mr. Nelson at the bank called Dad and told him about it this morning. Why the nerve of that? Oh, don't be too harsh on Mr. Nelson. He did what he thought was right. Dad agreed it was right. You were so nervous about the money when you drew it out, no one could understand it. I've been nervous about a lot of things these days. But you shouldn't be nervous about drawing money out of the bank, Carrie. Well, you could close your account at the Rossville Bank and throw the money in the streets and never miss it. My respect for money is far greater than yours, child. Maybe I have millions, but when I spend a dime, I want a dime's worth in return. Oh. Oh, you're buying something with the money you took out of the bank today. I am. In cash? Yes. But why, Carrie? 
A check with your signature is good for any amount anyway. I know that. Then what in the world are you buying in cash when a check is so much safer and so much easier? I don't think that's any of your affair. Oh, but Carrie, darling, you're a friend of mine. I'm concerned about you. I don't know why you should be. Because you're doing something strange and suspicious. Why, Carrie, why should a woman of your standing and financial reputation buy something for several thousand dollars and pay cash for it? Because, perhaps, the terms of the transaction demand that the payment be made in cash. What kind of transaction must that be? That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about, Carrie, and that's what I'm so very upset about. You mean that's what you're interested in? <laughs> well, yes. What are you up to, Carrie? I'm very sorry, dear, but I just can't tell you. Oh. Well, now I am convinced. Convinced of what? That you're doing something very, very wrong. I'm doing what I think best. Oh, Carrie, you just have to tell me. I insist. Insist all you wish, Madeline. I absolutely will not tell you a thing. Why not? Because I don't want you to know. Why, Carrie? Don't you trust me? I don't care to answer that. Oh, so that's it. You don't trust me, do you? I didn't say that. Oh, but you meant that. Well, why don't you trust me? You trust this Penny Gibbs. She's she's nothing but a it little... It so happens that Miss Gibbs does know, and it so happens that I do trust her. Yet you won't trust me, your friend, one of your own kind. If I'm one of your kind, I'm ashamed of myself and rightly deserve the difficulties I've had all my life. Why, I've... I'm sorry, my dear, but you want to know something I cannot tell you. And you want to know why, I won't tell you, so I'm telling you. You are the last person on earth I'd ever trust with the reason I withdrew money from the bank this morning. Oh, I see. You have a very lovely opinion of me, don't you? I know you for what you are, Madeline. A young and beautiful girl with too much of everything but respect for those around you. And you have none of that. Well, I certainly am losing what little I have for you. You have no respect for me. You accept me because I'm rich. But if I lived in a board shack near the railroad track, I doubt if you'd even let me do your laundry. Well, uh, You're oh. a spoiled child, Madeleine. Nothing has any value to you. And your only well-developed emotions are hate and jealousy. I know what you'd do if you knew why I drew that money out of the bank. You'd make the most of it to ruin me, to expose me to ridicule and shame. Oh, you think so, do you? I know so, my dear. So you people are merely playthings. To be picked up or discarded as you see fit. Things as they are bore you. You look for excitement. And you find excitement in changing and upsetting other people's lives. It's an unfortunate thing for you as well as for those you hurt. You want other people unhappy because you are unhappy. And you can't find happiness even in making others as unhappy as you are. Oh, you sound like an old babbling fool. I'm old and I've been a fool. But I'm a fool no more, or I'd tell you what I am doing and why I took that money out of the bank. The fact that I don't tell you gives me great satisfaction. I'm proud of myself for once. I have found that even at my age, it is possible to halt one's foolishly trusting ways. So don't ask me again why I do that money out of the bank. I'll not tell you. Well, you don't have to tell me. I'll find out from someone else. And when I do... I'll do all the things you said I'd do to you, too. You'll never find out why, my child. For there are only two people who know the use to which I intend to put that money. You and Peggy, Penny Gibbs. Yes, Penny and I. And you'll find it just as difficult to get the facts from Penny as it was for me. 
I know that girl better than you do. That's why I like her and trust her, and why you hate and despise her. Ask Penny if you want to, but it will only be... Hey, Gibbsy, there's the phone. Sure, Freddy, I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Penny. Yeah? Penny, this is Carrie Carlton. Oh, yes, Mrs. Carlton. I have the money for you. I got it from the bank this morning. Good. I hope you don't think that I'm asking to give him too much. It seems to be within reason, dear. In fact, I'm prepared to pay more if necessary. No, I think that amount will be enough. Well, I hope so. Penny, the most upsetting thing happened a little while ago. What was that? Madeline Dodge was here. What about? The bank was worried because I seemed upset when I drew the money out this morning. Mr. Nelson called her father. Mr. Dodge is on the board of directors, you know. Yes, I know. Well, Madeline came over a little while ago to find out why I withdrew so much cash. She said it seemed suspicious. Well, I can see where it might have seemed that way. Yes, I suppose it does. Well, of course, I didn't tell Madeline anything about it. But she's determined to find out everything she can. And cause as much trouble for you as she can. You can be sure of that, I think. I am definitely sure of that. She knows that you know about the money and why I withdrew it. And she's going to ask you about it. Well, Mrs. Carlton, you don't think for a minute that I'd tell her, do you? Most certainly not. Uh, I called merely to warn you that you will hear from her shortly. And I want you to know why she happens to know about the money in the first place. Well, thank you for telling me, Mrs. Carlton. I would have wondered about it. Well, now you know. Oh, it was so upsetting. And Madeline is so slyly persistent. You have to be careful, or you're telling her things without knowing Yes, it. I know that's happened to me when she asked me about things. But I'll be on my guard with her this time. I'm certain you will. But this prying of Madeline's forces us to act fast, my dear. Do you think you can go back to New York soon? I can go back this evening if you like. No, we don't want to appear too anxious. Otherwise, this Mr. King will think you're desperate. Perhaps tomorrow, or better still, the day after tomorrow. Fine, that's soon enough and not too soon. Splendid. You'll see me tomorrow, though, won't you? Well, maybe tonight if Miss Dodge comes to see me this afternoon. I think she might. Call on me and tell me what she says, will you? Uh, she may know more than we realize. No, I don't think she knows a thing, Mrs. Carlton. She likes to pretend she does. Um, anyway, I'll call you this evening. Please do, dear. Goodbye. Bye, Miss Carlton. Freddy? Freddy, you busy? Nah, just reading a book, Gipsy. Golly, just trying to get educated is giving me an awful headache. No, Freddy. Did you study stuff like this when you was in school? Stuff like what? You know, grammar, all about nouns, pronouns, verbs, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, yes, I did, and I was awful at it. Well, I sure ain't. I mean, I'm sure not any genius at it. I, I am, you are, he is, we are, you are, they are. You know, that, that's the kind of stuff they got in this book page after page. <laughs> don't make no sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I mean, doesn't make any sense. I don't know why. Well, they're rules, Freddie. Yeah, sure. But look, Gibbsy, every time they give you a rule for something, they show you where you gotta break that rule. Now, what the heck good are the rules if you're right when you bust them and wrong when you keep them? Oh, Freddie, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, uh, I want to talk to you. Hmm? Your friend Madeline Dodge is causing trouble again, Freddie. At least she's trying to. Listen, Madeline ain't... isn't no... I mean, Madeline isn't any friend of mine. You know what I mean. Yeah, sure, I know. Who's she trying to lay one on to now? She's trying to pry into Mrs. Carton's business. No kidding. Huh. 
Well, that dame can't even let old ladies alone, can she? Oh, Freddie, she's only trying to make trouble, but I don't think she's going to succeed. Don't you be too sure. I'm well aware of how clever she is. Yeah, but you can't always tell when she's being clever. You know, sometimes when she seems to be the dumbest, that's when she's making a monkey out of you. I guess she's coming over here to get the dope from you now, huh? Mm-hmm, I expect so. Well, when she does, I'll stick around. I'll take care of her, okay? Thanks. Okay, don't you worry about it, Gibbsy. Um, look, uh, you going back to New York again? Yes, I am. And you're not going to follow me this time. You and Johnny promised. Yeah, I, I know. I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just trying to remember what there is about River Street that I used to hear about when I was a kid, living a little ways uptown from that neighborhood. Well, what did you hear about it? I don't know, Gibbsy. I can't remember. But it was something, and it's been bothering me, too. It's, it's got a bad rep for something, but I just don't know why. Well, it was probably a bad rumor, Freddy. No, no, it wasn't no rumor. It was something that was the McCoy, and it was bad, too. Wish I could remember what it was. Wish I could remember. I got a feeling that it's important. What does Freddie think he remembers about the place Penny visited in New York? And will Madeline Dodge discover Carrie Carlton's secret? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Lady, did you know this? Did you know that Kroger quality beef is the best beef that's available on today's market? Yes, you can buy this beef with confidence that it'll be deliciously tender and brimming with flavorful, rich juices. Get some and then wait until that family of yours comes home and the aroma of superbly cooked Kroger quality beef greets them. Just watch their faces light up. Just watch the glowy mood it puts them in. Yes, Kroger quality beef can make your dinner a meal that's sure to please every member of the family. So don't delay. Visit your Kroger store and get deliciously tender, juicy Kroger quality beef. And remember, Kroger quality beef is beef you can buy with confidence because it's the very best beef you can buy today. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store for the finest beef values in town. But mind you, Kroger quality beef is an exclusive Kroger feature. That means you can get Kroger quality beef at your neighborhood Kroger store only. A tasty buy, a thrifty buy. You'll want to treat your family to Kroger quality beef just as soon as possible. So don't delay. Get deliciously tender, juicy Kroger quality beef at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs> 